Manimal here. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to preview the wild card series as make a couple of predictions. We've got your Rangers news and notes. We also have a preview of the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays. And don't forget, in the middle of today's episode, we've got a nice car chase breakout in the parking lot that Kevin was recording in. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day special playoff edition of Texas Rangers with the boys. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And don't forget to follow Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. Yeah, that's just one word. Just one word. And pumped about the playoff edition, just as I am and just as you are, my co host, the 300 pound animal, AKA Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on social media? Well, you know, it's good. We're, we're going to watch playoff baseball this afternoon, so so that's Ooh. definitely good. Um, the uh, overall feeling in my house is not great today, but that's okay. There's been days like that before, and we've gotten through them. But uh, um, as for me, I'm unflappable. So Ooh. even when the even when when life in the house isn't great, we uh, we get by. But, no flapping. No flapping. no flapping, no flapping, but uh, we're doing good. We got baseball today. Can't wait for, for, uh, um, I guess Tyler Glass now would take the mound first or whatever, but, um, just ready for the Rangers and D backs to, I mean, uh, Devil Rays. I, I was looking at, uh, D Rays. The D-Rays, the D-Bags, the, I mean D-Bags, yeah. sorry, sorry, yep, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but anyways, just ready for a little uh, playoff baseball. Rangers uh, 2-0 and all-time against Tampa Bay, and they have never lost a Tropicana field in the playoffs. So we've got some, we've got some nice uh, history on our side. Love it. What about where can they find you on the old Twitter and all that, or oh, the former Twitter? Oh, X. Well, unlike unlike uh, other Rangers personalities that we'll talk about uh, later, I still am on Twitter uh, or X. Uh, uh, did, did I read somewhere that that's just Elon Musk's favorite letter? Interesting. Like what well, kind of I'll... weirdo has a favorite letter? But anyways, I won't take any more shots at Elon Musk that the whole world isn't taking at him right now. Uh, so we'll, we'll just let you know, Manimal Bull on the old X Factor. 
uh, Manimal 300 on Instagram and both Facebook and TikTok Bull Pro. So you find me, you send me messages about Rangers. We be- we become friends talking about Rangers. That's how it works. So mm. join me whatever platform you like, and we'll uh, talk some Rangers. Well, a little bit of change going on in the uh, landscape of Major League Baseball, as always, at the end of the year. Some teams are in and they're happy. Some teams are out and they're not. And a couple of teams that did not meet or live up to expectations this year would be the Giants and the Angels, most notably, I think, the Angels. And so Phil Nevin and Gabe Kapler are out as managers for those respective teams. Well, with the Angels, we talked about it in the beginning of the year when we when we put together our, our American League outlook that we had really no idea what the Angels were. That, I mean, I, I thought this is a team that could win 90 games or lose 90 games. That, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised one bit either way. Um, I guess they ended up the latter where they lost 90 games this year. But, you know, you can, you can put a lot of it on film, Evan, sure. But, you know, the moment the trout goes down, everything gets a little bit more difficult. And, and if you remember correctly, I mean, even after trout went down that first week, Otani kind of put things on his back and kept him in the running for, for things. But then it's just impossible to keep a, keep that kind of run without your horses. And, and, you know, as much as Phil Nevin probably didn't do the job that he thought he should have done in Anaheim, I mean, there were a lot of uh, situations that that didn't help him either. And as far as Gabe Kapler, Gabe Kapler hasn't won in Philly. Now he hasn't won in San Francisco. So, yeah, I don't know. I know he's a, a big um, analytics type first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if the, I don't know if at some point he's just going to be one of those guys that if he doesn't learn to go with his gut, he's never going to win in the big leagues mm. or not. But he had a he had one really good season with San Francisco. They couldn't replicate it. Um, if you remember correctly, in the offseason, they missed out on uh, both Arson Judge and uh, Carlos Correa. Um, so. You know who 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 knows, uh, but San Francisco, uh, it, it'll be those are prime jobs. Anaheim and San Francisco mm-hmm. jobs, you know, not not just uh, Los Angeles may not be the, these next couple of years, but if you can win there after what's happened over the course of the last ten or twelve years, then yeah, definitely that you'll be. You'll be you'll be easy to love in uh-huh. Anaheim, and and the same thing with San Francisco. They've been looking for somebody since Bochy to kind of get it right, and Kapler just didn't end up being that guy. Uh, absolutely, um, tough situations, uh, tough situation in Anaheim, but definitely, like you said, both high profile jobs with big time market teams. So uh, there's probably going to be a, a couple of you know high profile. Hirings, but who knows? We'll keep an eye on that. Um, let's kind of jump into the playoff oh, picture. Real quick, I wanted to just say I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if Bob Melvin leaves the Padres for that Giants job. Mm, hot take. The Bay. I wouldn't hot be take. shocked, but again, I don't know that for sure. 
Hot take, hot take right there from, from the manimal. So let's, let's get around the league get a little more with uh, these playoff matchups and we'll get into a little playoff predictions here right off the bat. Just get straight into the good stuff. Uh, we know the Rangers play the race today at two Oh eight later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into that a little later, but we do have a three thirty eight start for the uh, Toronto blue Jays versus the twins. Uh, Arizona diamondbacks go at six Oh eight versus the brewers. And then at seven Oh eight, uh, these are all central time Marlins versus the Phillies. Um, these are some good matchups. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of drama in all these. And I think as much as the Marlins are a 5.2% uh, percent odds on to make it to the world series, I, I still think they have a good shot in, in uh, this first round series, even with the Phillies. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Last year, the Phillies were kind of that team where I don't think anybody saw them getting past St. Louis, and they went out there and got a got a blown save in in Game One to get Game One, and then never looked back and worked their way all the way back to, all the way into the World Series. So uh, the new the new system is interesting, and I, I like the Phillies and, and Marlins matchup because the Marlins are one of those teams where they didn't score a ton of runs and they relied on. They relied on winning a lot of uh, one-run ball games. They reminded me a little bit of the 2016 Rangers, but more, uh, you know, not quite as talented at, in the pitching department as as the Rangers, but young, good, talented pitching in there. And uh, you know, we're going to get to see Lazardo and probably Yuri Perez at some point for Miami and. And uh, so that's going to be interesting. And the Phillies, they're going to counter with good pitching all the time. And they're playing some of their best ball of the season. And, uh, you know, so that's an interesting matchup. Uh, the Milwaukee, uh, Arizona is very, the pitching matchup is really interesting. Uh, um, I know this is not how you say his name, but I love it. PFAT. <laughs> PFAT going for the. Uh, going for the Diamondbacks today, and and they're gonna be they're gonna run into Corbin Burns. So Milwaukee's got their their horse going today. But then I also saw that they lost. Uh, um, is it Woodruff, the other guy? That, oh, really? That one of their really talented uh, arms out of the bull or out of the rotation. So they're gonna be down a man in the uh, playoffs. Uh, or this wild card series for sure. Now there was nothing said that he's going to miss any more than just the wild card, but you know, there's a good chance that he misses the wild card uh, or there's a, there's a hundred percent chance that he misses the wild card. Now, if Milwaukee gets further, there's no guarantee that he'll miss any more, but uh, I can see Milwaukee getting through that thing. And then now uh, um, the other American league matchup, it's, it's going to be a fun time. Because, you know, both of these teams, Minnesota, um, they're, they're the division winner in the Central. But all we did was talk about how bad the Central was all season long. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that helps anything. And then the Blue Jays, I mean, uh, at the beginning of the season, the Blue Jays were my pick to win the whole thing. So, right. Uh, Interesting, but my other pick to be in the World Series with them didn't even make the playoffs. So mm. that's San Diego, you bunch of jerks. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, 
very interesting playoff matchups. Um, I don't know if you've got anything more to add on those, but uh, um, very interesting. The uh, uh, and again, I, I I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. The the number two pitcher for for the Brewers. I think you said it was Woodruff. Maybe Woodruff, Brandon Woodruff. Yeah. yeah, he was he was awesome against the Rangers. Very hurt all year his actually that was i think right right when he was coming back so what a what a shot for them uh they kind of i think they went into the playoffs with the number one rated pitching staff uh in the playoffs which is which is kind of a high high praise at least from just some of the the little articles that i read so why don't we get into quick predictions on these series because some of them could be over by the time we talk again yeah, if we're gonna, if we want, if we aren't back until Thursday, there's a good chance that a couple of these games will, or the series will be over when we get back. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride my Blue Jays. I'm gonna ride the Blue Jays here in this first round. I think they sneak past the Twinkies, mm-hmm. um, and then on the National League side, uh, I'm gonna go with the Brew Crew. And then I'm going to take my big upset being Miami gets past the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm. Well, I'm going to go. I, of course, I have a, a minor sentiment towards the Mark because I got to go to a few games lived out in the, that area for a couple of years. But I, I think the Phillies are going to do what they got to do to win that series. Um, I, I like I like the Diamondbacks uh, upsetting the Brewers. That'll be my big upset. And then I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Jays over the Twins. So the only thing, only one I think we we kind of differ on is the D-backs. I got the D-backs. You got the Brewers. You got the Marlins. I got the Phillies. So those are our predictions uh, for these playoff, uh, these first-round playoff games. And before we move on to our Rangers uh, playoff news, why don't you tell them a little bit about what's happening on Friday? Well, we're just a couple of days away now. Everything is is in the process. We're ready to go. The fans of Dallas-Fort Worth are ready to go and uh, excited about this big Matt War Pro show coming up this Friday night. Till the end, it's going to be the first ever Cowtown Cage match. Cage fight. Mm. Like I like the idea. Like, fight. It's going to be a fight. And... Uh, Damo McCullough, Brent McKenzie. It's been over a year now that uh, that these guys have had some bad blood here, and uh, at the one year anniversary show of Matt War Pro, they're going to settle it in a cage match. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued by it. I know a lot of people that are have listened to the show are uh, are talking to me about the cage match, so they're interested too. Um, so it's going to be a big time on Friday night. Don't forget, I'll be wrestling six foot six, three hundred and sixty pound Justin James. But uh, don't fret, people. I'll still add him to the the, the splash pile. It's not that's not ending. That's not changing. I'm still just because they're bigger doesn't mean they just fall harder mm. when they're bigger. Uh, mm. Definitely knows that. Definitely. But, uh, big show, fun times. Our people from Kelly's Onion Burgers. Our people from Big Dogs Hot Dogs, the the sweet lady that runs Starry Ice Cream, and the guys out there at Martin House—they're going to all be in the house. They're going to all have their their specialties coming on, and uh, you know we're, we're not done after 
after October 6th, because that's going to be a big show. But we're going to be right back at Martin House Brewing on December 1st for another huge Matt War Pro show. So we, we ain't done just because the uh, just because we're having a big show on October 6th. We got lots more to do. And uh, we hope to see you not only out at uh, the Ridgely Theater this Friday, but Matt, at, at Martin House Brewing on Friday, December 1st. So it's going to be a big time this weekend in at the Ridgely. And uh, we can't wait to see you out there and uh, get you a ticket online right now because uh, they're going to go fast. And uh, I'll put the I'll put the uh, information up on the Texas Rangers with the boys Facebook and uh, Twitter today. It's for everybody to or I'm sorry, X for everybody to check it out. But Friday's getting here quick and we can't wait to see you all out at Matt War Pro till the end. Absolutely. I will be there myself and uh, hopefully we can get, I know uh, for at least for a little bit, the 25 pound, 25 ish pound manimal will be there uh, along with my lovely wife. So going to be a great time on Friday. So you guys come check it out and say hello to the boys. And there is a chance that, uh, that Mrs. Manimal will be in the building. So if you, if you've never met Mrs. Manimal, she's worth meeting. Definitely worth meeting. Uh, one heck of a lady. So speaking of uh, a heck of a lady, uh, we are going to go ahead and take a second to just uh, send up some prayers to the Lowe family. Um, Mrs. Lowe will not be attending the uh, Diamondbacks Rangers series. Uh, uh, you did it too. You did it too. Devil Rays. Oh, Rays. Oh, did I, I say even, I think, Yeah, you said D Diamondbacks too. Wow. So like, I feel really good about myself that. Mm, so I appreciate yes. you. Yeah, you really, yeah. you really helped my self confidence this morning. Well, as long as you start calling him John Degrom, then we're gonna be good. Old John. Um, so, but okay. So for the the Rays series, the Rangers Rays series, um, Nate Lowe, uh, the the Lowe brothers' mother will not be there. Um, she is currently uh, in a battle with cancer. So we just want to send up uh, prayers to the Lowe family. Um, sometimes things are bigger than baseball. And I think right now, both of the, both of the low boys are going to be thinking about more than just the baseball game, uh, throughout this series. And uh, again, we just want to send out our prayers. Uh, uh, I, I think this is the first that we're hearing about it. Right. So like, I, I imagine that Nate and Josh have known about it for a little bit longer than us. And so that's just a real testament to, uh, Nate Lowe and, and what he's done this season for the team. Um, as as someone who is going through uh, cancer in their household, it's uh, extremely, extremely tough on the family. And I know that it's going to be tough on both uh, Josh and Nathaniel because, I mean, that's their mom. And, and no matter what the outcome is, whether uh, we get her into re remission and, and, and life goes on or the other way, it's a really, really hard journey. And so my heart goes out to those boys and to their father and uh, everybody in their family that's, that's dealing with this because it's, it's really tough. And uh, I've got the utmost sympathy for anybody that goes through it. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of saying this with tears in my eyes because I know what, what it's yeah. like and what it's, what it's like to go through. And, and so, uh, you know, uh, much, much love to that family, my prayers, my thoughts, my condolences. And, uh, you know, 
my my uh i just want to see this get to a point where they can say hey my mom's just like everybody you know just normal as she was eight months ago or a year ago in, uh, in eight months to a year absolutely absolutely um from a sentimental moment uh to one of uh, one of just pure perplexion uh in a time where we're talking about praying for people and lifting them up uh on the flip side of the coin man social media can sure be an ugly place and astros fans have made sure that it was an ugly place for the rangers own emily jones enough so that she left the quote twitter or x platform because of their because of their unnecessary cruelty towards her, kind of weird story, but yeah, just a, a weird all weird. And I don't and I don't want to give too much time to this because I don't want to give too much time to to the negativity of what this is. But I just want to say that like baseball is never ever 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 going to be so serious where you put someone into a position where they they feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Baseball is a game; it's a sport. I know that uh, she corrected one of the. Uh, um, sports write, beat writers in Houston, and it, it turned into a, a wild, a wild night. And I was reading a lot of the uh, the tweets that were getting sent out, and they were horrendous. And and then I heard it was even worse in her uh, direct messages. So you know, just a lot of uh, uh, unnecessary stuff. Because I, I mean, I can't think of one time where I've thought, man, oh, the 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 Ranger the uh, Astros beat writers are worth one second of my time. So it's just weird and it's complexing and, and it's like, you know, it, it's shocking because I'm, I mean, I know that I know a lot of great people from the city of Houston and I know that, uh, they as people are better than that. So I, I, I would like to think that most people in Houston as well are better than that. And I don't want to, I don't want to take any time at, at, at the, or take any time or spot shots at those people because I know they're good fans and all of that, but, but don't be that guy for real. Don't, don't be that guy on X or Facebook or any of the platforms that, that sends people awful, horrible messages because your feelings were hurt or you didn't like what they had to say. It, it, it's not that big a deal. And, and, and for this to happen, it's just kind of weird and perplexing. Yeah. And, and just like, it, it, it's not the intent. I, I don't think there was ever the intent of social media uh, to go on, obviously to have a voice it was, but to use it as a, as a form of harassment um, or something of that sort. And like you said, um, we have, we both have plenty of friends in that Houston area, and uh, that's not that's not a, a reflection or indicative of, of Houston as a whole, just a reflection of some really crappy human beings. Um, so let's move on to a little bit more uh, Rangers talk that is baseball, more baseball related. So who do we think will be on this 26-man playoff roster? More likely, not who do we think is going to be on it. But who do we think uh, is going to be left well, off? First off, it's got to be Matt Bush because he wasn't on the roster before September 1st. So he'll be the first one. And then the second one, you know, your guess is as good as mine on that bench. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know if they'll run a couple of catchers. I don't know if they'll, you know, I, I don't know if, I, I really don't like that. That second one is kind of a, a an interesting, is is really interesting. So, um, but one will be Matt Bush for sure. He won't be able to be on the team, and uh, 
you know, after that, your guess is as good as mine. It could be any one of a number of guys from the, from, you know, from Austin Hedges to um, maybe, maybe guys just that have options, you know, like, I mean, Duran. Yeah. Yeah. Guys that could have options that you don't see uh, doing more than, than that, you know, doing anything for the thing in the uh, postseason could be Austin Hedges. Um, yeah, I, I just really don't know. I don't know what the what they're going to end up doing. But if you ask me, I would say that it would probably be your regular starting lineup with Simeon, Seager, Garver, Garcia, Lowe, Young, Heim, Tavares, and Carter. And then your bench would probably be Grossman, Smith, Duran, and Jankowski. Yeah, and then, you know, same questions. Do you keep Austin Hedges as a third third starter? Um, and then, you know, I don't know who else on that. You're talking Smith, Duran, and Jankowski have all been, you know, players on this thing at some point. Uh, so mm-hmm. who knows on that position player on who who it'll end up being that they drop. Uh, I like I said, it could be Hedges. It could be a guy that they have uh, options on because I mean. Duran Smith both have options. Um, I doubt there. I wouldn't. I couldn't see him for a second getting rid of like uh, uh, Robbie Grossman or Jankowski, really, because of you know, what they've been for the season. Jankowski's probably their best defender off the bench. So uh, you know, I mean, maybe maybe it's Hedges, maybe it's uh, Duran. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I imagine it'll be Montgomery, Evaldi, and Dunning in the first series as far as pitching wise goes. And then you can change things up as you get through there. But I mean, you're, you're going, you're, you know, something. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go and say that with Jankowski and um, Smith both being left handed bats off the bench. I, I just seem to it just seems to me that Bochi always likes having some veteran dude on the team. I think that's why Hedges gets gets kind of the pass. I, I'm gonna say it might be Josh Smith, just because you have a now you have a, a utility right-handed bat for the infield. You have a utility left-handed bat for the outfield. Robbie Grossman hits is a switch hitter in the outfield, and I think Hedges. Just with the risk, even just the the with Garver, I don't know. I, I just have a weird feeling that Hedges is going to make the roster because he's. Well, uh, yeah, I think because bet. they've been using Garver as the DH so often to helps Hedges' case as well. Yeah, so that's my thoughts. If I won't be sad if it's not Hedges, but I can't see any way that it's not Hedges. Um, well, one more, a couple quick more things. So the uh, Arizona. Bro. Fall league, right? Is that what real, we're looking at? Real quick before we get to that, I want to say the reason that I think it might not be Hedges is more just because of the idea that if Austin Hedges is if you if you take him off of the forty man or if you take him off the twenty six man, you have to you have to designate him whereas he doesn't have an option. And then if you have something happen to either Garver or uh Heim in the play in the first round here 
you would need that second catcher. So that would be the only reason why I would be questionable about Austin Hedges not being on it. Good, good call. Good call. Um, so tell us a little bit about what's going on with these prospects in the, I think you call it the, is it the Arizona Fall League? Arizona Fall League got uh, got underway last night. Uh, the Rangers, like we talked about in the past, have sent in nine guys. Uh, the Sajeros, which is the surprise team that the Rangers play for, they won last night 13 to 8. And uh, rain, all, uh, uh, let's see, eight out of the nine Rangers that uh, were sent played last night. The only one uh, which was the one that I was hoping would play the most was Abby Ortiz because I would have liked to have seen him a little bit more because tough tough sledding getting uh, low A and high A baseball on the MILB app. But, but anyways, uh, Liam Hicks started a catcher. He went two for four, had a double and a walk. Uh, Alejandro Osuna played some outfield last night. He was one for four. Uh, and then Cam Colley played shortstop. He was 0 for 2 with a couple of walks. And then uh, Zach Kitt started the game last night. He went three innings. He gave up two earned, but he did have four Ks. Uh, Mitch Brott had a really rough evening. He, uh, he he worked through one and gave up a couple of runs. They sent him back out for a second inning of work and gave up some more runs um, and uh, ended up with five earned on the night. Emilio Teoda, Teodo, uh, two two innings pitched, four strikeouts, got the win in last night's game, and uh, and our guy Anthony Hoopy Tui Onatoa pitched a mm. scoreless inning, and uh, Justin Slayton, who uh, after watching him a little bit uh, late in the season with with double uh, A, triple A, and then seeing him last night in the fall league. This is a guy that has a big time arm and he could definitely be a guy that I could see in the Rangers uh, bullpen next year. Wow. That's exciting. And Tui Onatoa, not Tonga Vailoa. Yes. Um, so that's really cool and really exciting to hear that. And, and night, and also he might be somebody that could have a shorter. Uh, whoa. Okay. Hang on a second. Somebody spinning out in the parking lot, running some donuts over there. Literally, dude, like almost came and hit me, flew around the corner. I know who this guy is, too. I've seen him go flying through here before. Well, like well I've, I've seen him. Like, I've seen this dude. The, it must be a routine for the man. Yeah, because he was honking at me one morning, and he came flying through the parking lot. And then now this fool just came bla- blazing through. Oh, love it. You got to love. You got to love. He's gonna. he's just going to drive off. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. Yeah, like he just he has, destroyed his car, destroyed a tree. He's gonna hop in his car and drive off. Tremendous. So he yeah, did like he, he ran into a tree. Yeah. Oh yeah. He knocked. A, he he knocked a tree over. But there's yeah. a there's a Hispanic dude calling the police right now. This is interesting stuff happening down there in Mansfield, Texas. <laughs> interesting <laughs> stuff. At least we've only got a couple of more days of that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I thought I figure if you just said like any place that you're likely to get hit, it wouldn't be sitting behind uh, an a uh, an academy parking lot. Yeah, this fool just drove off. Just it's, drove it, off. I love it. Just I love drove it. off. It's not every morning on the Texas Rangers with the Boys podcast that we get play by play of a of, of a car accident slash hit and run. 
Yep, yep. We got a Love we got it. video recording going on right now too. <laughs> this is awesome. This is something straight. This should have been on on TikTok. If I was in Miami, this would be the only on on the only on the only in Dade. Uh, yeah, awesome. the TikTok. All yeah, right, yeah. Well, well uh, you, okay. You, you want to tell us about some minor? We just talked about all these minor league kids. You want to tell them about <laughs> that other thing we do real quick before we get yes. too lost in the? Yes. So, uh, yeah, live and in color here. Um, so, if you like our current content here on Texas Rangers with the boys, uh, and you want to get more, and you want to hear more about Tuio Natoa, uh, Justin Slayton, uh, Mitch Brott, and some of these other players, Abby Ortiz, uh, we cover all of them on our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things minor league. It's just $1.99 a month, and you can get uh, it's your make it your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. We just recently dropped a top 40 list uh, for our current after-draft prospect ratings, and uh, my co-host here put together a great uh, playoff edition, which is just loaded with content. So go over to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. Or you can go check us out. Or you can go check us out uh, on our Spotify page and subscribe today. I'm sorry. The drama goes on. This guy's tire is now completely destroyed. And he's driving off. And there's two people just sitting here watching it. What a what a great uh, what a great exciting morning! If you'd have, if you'd have asked where I thought I'd be the most safe parking to do the show, it would have been right here. So, moving right along, we do have a, <laughs> we do have a Rangers playoff series to preview. I did have one more quick question uh, in the in the around the league Rangers section that I wanted to kind of talk about, and it's kind of a it's kind of one of those Kevin questions. So bear with me here, but so do you think that Corey Seager? If he kind of takes this thing on his back and has like a kind of a historic playoff series, carries the Rangers to a World Series this year, hangs that banner, do you think that that literally punches his ticket to the Hall of Fame? Uh, well, he's still going to have to acquire stats in these next mm-hmm. eight years with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it punches his tickets because he's going to have to, he's going to have to acquire stats and he's going to have to get another thousand hits and he's going to have to get, um, uh, to a, a plateau or, you know, he's going to have to keep his, his on base, his on base plus slug, his slug have all got to be a lot closer to this year than last year. Um, but he did have a, a big total of home runs last year, tied that up this year. Um, but I think that he's on the right path. His project, his trajectory is, is definitely going in the right direction to be a hall of famer. I'll say that. I think that if that does happen for one, um, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to keep him out. If he stays healthy, just if he stays healthy for even six years of this, the next eight years of the contract and even just slashes in, in, in a, in the 260, you know, 350, 450 range. Like if he does that, but he has these two big playoff runs and, and helps this organization to its first World Series, I think there's there's no doubt that Corey Seager will punch his ticket to the Hall of Fame. Um, well, let's talk about the beginning of this playoff series. Uh, first game, we got um, Jordan Montgomery versus Tyler Glass now. 
Uh, Glasnow is a good matchup, I think, for the Rangers because he's one of those guys that likes to jack around a lot <laughs> and put a lot of guys on base. And I think if the Rangers can be the team that comes up with the key hits that we've seen all year, I think they can really take advantage of this matchup. Yeah, their big key with Glasnow is not to swing it pitches out of the strike zone, off-speed pitches out of the strike zone. That's what he tries to get guys with. That's why he's such a good strikeout pitcher. If they could be disciplined at the plate with Glasnow, it could be a real long day or a short day for Glasnow uh, if, uh, in baseball terms. But uh, I don't know. Uh, they did face Glasnow earlier in the year uh, at the Trop. It was right off of him coming back from injury. So I don't know where he's at right now, but he looked good that day. Um, but yeah, Montgomery, you know, this could be this, this game today. You, you might be able to park out front and use the meter mm. to, to watch this game because I mean, they could be done in two hours. The mm. way that Montgomery and glass now both pitch and they're both in and out each inning and, and don't get in a ton of jams, uh, you know, as far as Montgomery, he doesn't get he doesn't walk a ton of guys. Glasnow does have a, a a tendency to walk guys, but he does throw, you know, uh, such a good fastball that he gets a lot of ground balls as well. So um, it'll be a fun it'll be a fun game. Uh, uh, the Rangers don't have a ton of stats against Glasnow, uh, and and likewise for the for against Montgomery for the Rays. So um, we'll, we'll just kind of see a lot of guys, you know, getting first swings at some dudes and, and uh, I like it. I like the, uh, I like the pitching matchup for the Rangers. I like, I've liked what Montgomery's done ever since he's come over here. And let's be honest, I've liked what Montgomery's done yeah, since back then when he was a Yankee mm-hmm. and through his Cardinal year and, and with the Rangers. So, you know, I, I like Jordan Montgomery and, and, you know, I would be for pushing to give him some money to come back here and pitch some more. You know, I'm so glad you you say that because to me, and this is kind of a cheesy way to say it, but it's the best way I can say it. He's kind of pitched his way into my heart as a, as a Ranger down the stretch here. I think he's a guy that would be worth uh, looking at as keeping in this rotation, especially because he's a, a solid, I think, top of the rotation lefty. One other thing, he had a really – he's only had two playoff starts, but he's done really well in those playoff starts. Glasnow, on the other hand, uh, in his nine postseason uh, appearances, he's 2-5 and five with a 575 earned run average. Um, so has been a bit of a – has had some struggles as yeah, it relates to the, the yeah. postseason. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I like the Rangers' chances uh, – I don't want to put too much stock into what Glasnow did in the past in the playoffs because, you know, I mean, this is a new year and, and and I want to go more off of what he did in the regular season, but you can't discredit that either. You've got to, you've got to look at that and say, Hey, maybe this guy just struggles predominantly in the playoffs because it's not easy to pitch in the playoffs and, and there's a lot of pressure and every time a runner gets on base, it feels like a rally and, you know, baseball is baseball is completely different in the playoffs, and you know you've got to start playing a whole different ball game. And and you know, Glass now he may be on a short leash today, especially with his uh, tendency to walk guys. And so, uh, yeah, good matchup for the Rangers. But at the same time, I mean, them, them D Rays they hit the ball. 
they hit the ball yeah. a lot and everybody on the lineup can hit the ball and and uh, so they're a fun team and, uh, you know, we'll just kind of see what happens. But I still kind of like the Rangers in this series. I like the idea that the Rangers have never lost baseball games in the playoffs at the Trop. Um, now, I do know that those were different teams and, you know, but, um, you know, there, there's lots of things about this series that I like. And then again, the, the D-Rays on the other side and all their pitching, you know, you, you, you worry about that. Yeah, I'll also say final last quit bit on glass now this is his this is the most innings and the most pitches that he's thrown in a season in his mlb career oh yeah he's been perpetually hurt and yeah i mean he's never he's never thrown and the only time he's thrown over 100 innings he was pitching as a starter and out of the bullpen so this is the most starts that he's ever made uh in a season so you kind of just – it's, again, hopefully a favorable matchup for the Rangers in terms of possibly him uh, getting fatigued, you know, maybe having some fatigue there. And like you said, might be on yeah. a short leash. So Yeah, and um, for the D-backs, they've – you know, they, they lost Springs earlier in the season. They lost McClanahan, uh, you know. The, so they're, 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 they hit they hit some they hit some walls, you know. I mean, the, yeah. they had some problems and – you know, the, these lineups are they match up pretty well together, and the and the pitching staffs. You know, these first two matchups for sure they match up well. And on on Wednesday afternoon, you know, we've got Nadia Valdi versus uh, was it Elfin. Elfin, yes, yeah. Nadia Valdi versus Zach Elfin, who has had a good postseason, uh, has had some good some good appearances, but doesn't look like much as a starter okay well, well it'll just be interesting i i know that the rangers didn't see elfin through the season um so it'll be it'll be a new it'll be a new game or a new pitcher for the rangers that they haven't seen this season but uh you know they native all the in the past has turned into a whole different person in the playoffs and mm-hmm. You know, so kind of ride ride that horse as long as you can. And hopefully uh, with last outing, I felt like his stuff was there. And now it's just more about like mixing it up and getting the, the pitches when he needs it and, and, and maybe not hang anything to guys looking first pitch. Right, right. But, but no, I mean, like native Aldi, he has been tremendous during his postseason career in the past. And, and you want to, you know, that's why he's here. This is, yep. this is the reason why Nate Devaldi's here is because he's a postseason pitcher and 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 the Rangers planned on being in the postseason. Yeah, and that's another interesting another interesting note about Elfin. Uh, this is the most innings or pitches that he's thrown in his career uh, up to this point. So again, uh, the Rangers. I think the Rangers have a couple of favorable matchups here, and they just got to go out there and do the dadgum thing. They have the best lineup in baseball. So, you know, I mean, maybe Sands the Braves. And I just think if they can go out there and just play their game, uh, the pitching can keep them in it. I think we're going to we, – we have a good chance. And I think I'm going Rangers. I think Rangers get both of these. And uh, we, we roll into we roll into the next to the next round. So you're, you're saying they're going to hit Camden Yards hard, okay. Uh, yes. Well, I, I like your I like your thought process. I do think the Rangers are going to sneak through this series. I don't know that it's going to be in two, 
but uh, you know, because that Devil Rays team or D Rays team or Rays team, they're they're good or D backs solid. <laughs> and apparently not. Like apparently we've been missing with that. Um, but uh, good, it's a good team over there, and they're not going to just roll over for the Rangers because the Rangers uh, had a, had a special year because Tampa Bay had a special year too and almost won a hundred ball games. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for it to start and. When we get when we get off of here, we got a couple more hours until the ball game, and I know you're as excited about it as I am. Absolutely, I'm starting to feel a little bit <coughs> coming on. Yeah, uh, I hear you. So, no, may have to may have to head home early today. So uh, I think that's all we got for the day. A lot of fun doing the show. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, you got anything to add before we jump out of here? No, I think we went really long today. Yeah, well, we 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 don't know how many playoffs episodes we're gonna get, so we got the most out of it that we could <laughs> well you know how it is when, when we always are like wondering if we're going to have enough for a show we end up talking for 50 minutes yeah well it, at the same time this we don't know we may not have another playoff episode to, to go uh the next time we meet or we may be talking about the next round so thanks everybody for tuning in this is texas rangers with the boys you can catch us on social media tx rangers wtv don't forget to check out our website texas rangers with the boys.com one word. Just one word. And don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. We cover all things minor league. It's just $1.99 a month. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound animal, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.